Welcome everybody to episode 72 of the Smith Fitness Podcast. We have Jacob Parr in here, Coach Jacob Parr. Good morning. Uh, we are talking all things novice powerlifting competition. So we were there on just Saturday, which was good. Yeah, fuck would have been a bit much. Fuck a two-day novice comp. <laughs> um, before we get into it, guys, make sure you tag us in your screenshots. Let us know that you're listening. Hit the old uh, rate and review on iTunes. I think people are slowly getting over to Spotify with yeah. their podcasts. I'm starting to, but I need to just like go and save all my podcasts, the same podcast on Spotify. But you know what I mean. So if you're on whatever you're on, like it, tag it, share it, do all that sort of shit. Let's get into it. Beautiful. Before we start anything, I've just noticed some strange stains on your chair here. That's Blake's I don't know chair. if that's me. So that's Blake's? I don't know, man. All right, I'm, a bit, I'm questioning it. You're sitting there like legs are really open, yeah. like you're sumo podcasting right now, <laughs> and I'm not sure how I feel about it. All right, we'll, we'll continue on. Let's move past that. We were at the uh, powerlifting comp up at our friend Rucci's gym. Um, we're not going to bang on about fucking Rucci's gym. It's a great gym. Yeah, fucking go there if there's they've got comps on. Sweet. <laughs> um, uh, they get enough fucking cloud off our podcast, eh? That's right. Shit. Um, so we're up there. We had six females lifting yep. on Saturday, all different weight classes. Uh, we had three that were new to the platform. Yes. So we had Tanya, your well, mum. Well, her second her comp. Her second comp. Uh, we had Maddie doing her second comp. We had Maisha doing her first. Jack and Emily doing their first. Yep. And Hannah doing her second as well. So some real some real novices. The thing with the novice comp, guys, is that it is basically the fun run of powerlifting. <laughs> right? So a lot of people will think they have to be certain amount of... Like, like at a certain level or they have to be like the strongest person in their gym or they have to hit these sort of targets. Like bodybuilding.com, they've checked out the strength level and they have to be at least intermediate or expert nah, on their see, chart. You don't have to be. You just, if you're keen on lifting some weight, you can sign up. So anyone can do it. I've seen empty barbells with collars getting lifted at novice comps. Now, do I want to watch that? Not really. <laughs> but is it great that you're putting yourself out there and you're getting stuck in? And you surround yourself with like-minded people. The only way to get better is to do that. So novice comps are exactly what that is for. So let's get into the competition, our lifters' performances, um, and a few other little things. So just looking over those numbers, the thing that stuck out to me, so looking over the, uh, the score sheet, was that for the females, so we're only going to talk females because we didn't go on Sunday for the blokes. Yeah. There was only four missed deadlifts. There's definitely some good coaches out there. Only four missed deadlifts in 47 lifters. So what's 47? Uh, 120, 141 deadlift attempts, <laughs> four missed lifts. Whereas normally you'd expect at a novice know, comp. A few more than that, right? Yeah, you'd expect kind of half of the thirds to be missed at a novice comp. Yeah, maybe. I know, like deadlifts is that one like there's... There's less technicality going on. Like you can really just fucking try and pull that, just stand up with it, <laughs> right? Whereas squat, you got to like hit, a, you got hit depth. So there's more that can go wrong on the other two lifts. And then bench True. press, you got to like start when they tell you to start, press when they tell you to press. So it makes sense that deadlifts are the most successful lift, but that can sort of be countered by saying, yeah, but that means people normally go for broke too much. Yeah. So I think... I don't know, the attempt selection by the lifters and their coaches, if they were getting coached, 
was spot on for their deadlifts. Um, what were some common mistakes that you saw? We like to go over this. So I think we, we went over this, me and Troy, way back in the day, like third or fourth podcast. Uh, but what were some, some common mistakes that you saw given that it was a novice competition? What do you reckon? Probably, um, so in the back room, Troy pointed out um, there was a couple of girls that were accidentally warming up with like 10 kilos more than their opener. So it must have been like a <laughs> yeah, a difference in, you know, the 25 okay. kilo plates versus the 20 that they're used okay. to. So um, a bit of quick maths yeah, or lack yeah. of quick maths. But I noticed um, there was a lot of good coaches about that yep. seemed to be helping all the girls out. Yeah. I think it, it makes sense if you're going to do one of these to sort of to to jump onto at least online online programming. Um, like your coach might not be able to be with, there with you on the day, but at least set you up. Make sure you know the rules um, and, and set you up for success. Otherwise, you're sort of going in blind and sort of learning on the fly and you'd just be... It's tough to do that and try and lift the heaviest weights you've ever lifted. So oh, yeah. the big one for me is like warming up uh, too long. Yeah, uh, you see people in there and it's like eight, like lifting starts at nine and people are warming up at eight o'clock. And I sort of say like, I know everyone might be different, but I guarantee people aren't warming up for an hour before their gym sessions. If you are, you got, you got some other issues. If right. you need an hour warm-up... Everyone, I need to announce that I have some other issues. <laughs> an hour warm-up? I'm not talking about like... I'm stronger than you, though. I need more warm-ups. Oh, here we go. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'm not talking about like warm-up sets and everything. Like If you're working up to heavy sets, to, you know, like north of sort of 85%, yeah, you're going to do like multiple sets especially the heavy like the stronger yeah. you get right but we're talking, I'm, I'm like the talking 20 about drills. like foam rolling i'm talking about stretching dynamic stretching empty sets with the bar like yeah i'm 100%. talking about like even you could start to think like nervous system engagement like you've been on for an hour before things even start and then you got like four and a half five hours after that so i'm always trying to hold people back and almost you almost want to sort of I don't know, like half rush it just to increase that energy a little bit before yeah. that first squat. And then, all right, your warm up's done, take a breath, go sit out there. And you go sit out there for a couple of minutes. You don't go sit out there for 15 and be like, oh, I warmed up way too quick, way Very too early. Point. And especially at the level, so like the level that my two girls are at, uh, you know, Tanya, my mum, and Maisha, they really only needed 15 minutes to warm up yeah. essentially. So yeah. I'll be like, all right, in um, five minutes, I'm going to grab you and we're going to start warming up the bar. So for the next five minutes, just do your normal warm-up that we'll do before your training session. Yeah, man. So it took about 20 minutes um, so to do their full warm-up for each lift. We, we started Maddie's. So I coached Maddie on the day um, and, and throughout her prep. And she opened on 65, right? And like, so she needs to do empty bar, empty bar again, 40, 50, I don't think we did 60. Like, <laughs> it was like 40, 50. We might have done 55 or 60 set in there, but it was like, it was over in like nine minutes. Yeah. She did it like she has a little bit of prehab, uh, rehab type of stuff that she does at the start. That takes five minutes. So there's like a 25 minute warm up at the very most, and then you're into your squats. Um, what, are, what are some other mistakes that you saw? I, de- I definitely thought uh, bench calls. Yeah, bench pulls got a got a fair few people, and I don't think it's because people don't know them. I think it's more uh, that they get overawed by the weight that's on top of them. 
Yeah. And they rush things. Um, and it's benching is hard in competition. It's the hardest one to get used to. Uh, even if you're pausing your bench in in training, it's different to getting a call. Yeah, exactly. Because you know when you're going to press it, as opposed to pressing it when someone tells you. So I, I feel like that that got a few unstuck. Like yeah. um, a couple of our girls jumped the call. So Maddie jumped the start command, and Jack jumped the press command. Yep, yep. Um, Which are things like obviously they've practiced more than enough, so it was just an on the day thing. And they've done it, and I think they were both second attempts. Maddie's yeah. was her second, so she's done a she's done a normal bench beforehand. Yeah. Like she's already started when they told her to start the rep before, uh, and then Jack I think was her third attempt, uh, and that's when you're probably thinking, oh, things are getting a bit heavy, and you rush it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought the lifting was quite good. Yeah, and then. Maybe you could say on squats, um, there was a few people who initially, like, they didn't realise how deep they needed to squat yeah. for comp standards, but then they kind of brought it back in. I think the um, the refing was good throughout the day. Um, there yeah. was, you know, when people, there was a couple that were sort of really struggling with more so, like, knowing what they should be doing. Mm. And I know Dan, uh, I think one of the other refs actually, like, sort of took them aside for, you know, just a 10-second, like, oh, you got to wait for, like, on this one because they'd stuffed up the one beforehand uh, through more of a not knowing the calls, not actually knowing what they're doing too much, but still had the strength there. So they were like, hey, you got to, like, keep your feet still or you got to, like, keep your bum down. you got to press when I tell you to press. I respect that, yeah. Which Judges is good. Sweet. It doesn't happen heaps. Um, but if you see people are having trouble and they're, and they're like there by themselves, then it's good that the refs just take them, like give them like a little word before their lift. Still yeah. within their sort of minute. I mean, that's what novice comps are all that are there for. And in the end, the refs are there to do a job and to help promote the sport. And if someone comes in, bombs all their lifts because they didn't know the calls, no one told them anything. They're going to have a you know a, a sour taste in their mouth exactly. about powerlifting. They're, more chance of not coming back yeah. to do another meet. You know, they, they might not know to go up to the ref and ask what's wrong. Yep, exactly. Oh, what was that red light for? That sort of thing. It's like, oh, you can yeah. go and ask. And I know, you know, the, the refs would sort of be like, ah, oh, just a little deeper, that sort of thing. I think that's yeah. good. And I think that could probably, I don't know, that could probably even happen a little bit more at novice comps um, when you see those people that are, that are really stuck and really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I thought the lifting was, um, was fairly good. There was a couple of... Uh, Pretty decently strong girls there, uh, but let's go through the cruise, the cruise training. So we're going to talk um, probably mostly Tanya, Maddie, Maisha, because they were the ones that we coached. Uh, Jack and Emily and Hannah, or Jack and Emily were coached by Troy, and Hannah was coached by uh, Trent. Um, so let's go over your mum's performance, her second, woohoo, her second competition. Second comp. She loves it, eh? Oh man, she's a fiend <laughs> for it. So um, eight weeks, we're back in the ladies. Of did, you, did your mum play, uh, play like sport or anything growing up? Like, did she do anything athletic back in the day? Oh, not too much. I don't think that I know. Like, um, there was a bit of modelling in there way back when. Yep. I'm not sure actual sport. Like, maybe more younger. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. But now, like, this is her. Yeah, like she's into she's it. Found. Hey, yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, so we'll go over starting with squats. Um, yep. I, I, got, I got the numbers here because I'm prepared. I got notes. Prepared, bro. someone. I don't even need to think about it. Look at that. Because you already know. Yeah. Well, her, so she would have gone three for three yep. if she didn't lose a bounce on that damn second attempt squat. That was weird. So that was, yeah, a very, like, she's never done anything right, like right that. Right knee had a holiday. Yeah, yeah. So did a Jacob Parr except times 10. <laughs> uh, now, nah, like, just on her way down, I think she really misgrooved. 
lost a bounce yep. and then you know had to get um, assisted by like Matt and the boys back up. Yep. Um, and then I, she was like, she could obviously tell that. Oh no, I've got way more than that. I'm stronger than that. And I'm just yep. like, just repeat it. Just do it again on your third. Lock Wise. it in. Yeah. And um, you know, if I put an extra two and a half on there, would it have played in the head even more? Yeah. Um, yeah. She she reckons it was probably just like a you know sensory overload. There's a lot going on. It's your second attempt. Yeah. It's starting to get heavy, and then like yeah, everything just like shut down for a sec. Yep. So um, yeah, it does happen. Oh, 100 percent. Eh. You'd rather it happen with 70 kilos than yeah. <laughs> 270. Oh bloody oath, <laughs> eh. Um, um, so yeah, she ended up with a 72 and a half kilo squat. Yep. Which is an equal gym PB. Yeah. And a bit like probably slightly better depth than the gym. Yep. Lift that she did. So that was sweet. Went on. Like, she probably had another five kilos in there, to be fair. Like, that, yeah, that well, was the plan. To yeah, because you're only getting two attempts out, really. Yeah. Yep. Um, bench, absolutely spot on. We uh, started at 37, went up in 2.5 increments to yep. 42 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the thing last comp. So she ended up with, what was it? 37 and a half. Yep. And failed 40 because 40 was just a bit too much of a jump. But obviously, you can't do like one kilo increments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've had that discussion before. So that that sort of like that, I feel like that's all right because if you're jumping up by two point fives, you got the same number you were going to get anyway. Yeah. So let's just say. So what do you what do you say? Oh, forty was too heavy. So we have thirty seven as our third. So you're just making your opener lighter to hit the same number that you've already hit. So it's not like yeah. a at that sort of weight with the increments that you're taking it doesn't really matter that much because you end up with the same result because you just a certain start degree. slightly lighter and then yeah get up from there but yeah, yeah so 37 40 and then 42.5 yep really good exercise um or attempt selection there yeah um and then deadlifts the big hungy that was seriously what did she the do the first moment. comp she did 85 oh third. so she's getting some gains the yep. uh the anavar is working good now <laughs> um yeah, that was one of the things. So halfway through prep, we switched because we started sumo for prep. We were like, now nah, yep. let's get you a massive sumo. Wasn't quite working, a bit uncoordinated. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? Conventional was working good. Mum suggested as well. Like, should we just try conventional again? Yep. Five or six weeks out, went back to conventional and just started getting PVs all around. Hey. Yeah, sweet. That's mad. So, yeah. So I think I'm, I might have missed her last deadlift. Or I would have been just leaving. No, I'll no, have to I show you the for video. That yeah, yeah. I'll show you That's the video good. after. I was absolutely yelling. Grinder or not? Or pretty easy? Like the right amount oh, of grind. Oh, actually, no, I did see it. I did yeah. see it. Yeah, 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 no. It was a good third attempt. Uh, like, that was hard. Like, it pushed her. Yeah. Probably didn't have much more. Like so that's what you want. Half. That's what a third's about. Basically, hey. Yeah. So you go on to... And that's that, um, that, that three digits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Hundy Club. Like, she really wanted that, eh? And, you know, towards... Hundy Club at what, like, 59 kilos? Yeah. Uh, like in 58.95. The, in the, yeah, in the 60-kilo weight class. So It's always that first step, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a red plate, which comes very quickly, and then you got to, like, work a little bit for that 100. Yeah, I want that two red plate for her, which is 120. Yeah. So, uh, 125. Maddie had to work for the 100 as well. Um, so, I coached Maddie to her first comp uh, start of the year. Shit, might have been February novice, I think. My memory's terrible. Oh, it's like a, there was a March novice, right? March? Might yeah, because mum did that. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that, was it that one? Yeah, it must have been. Sure. Uh, so we opened on 65. Like I said, nice, easy warm-up. Opened on 65. Uh, went 72. Uh, probably could have gone 75. Uh, and then went from 72 to 80. 
there was possibly a little bit in the tank there but i just sort of felt you know seven and a half kilo jumps it's a pb anyway um that'll do basically yeah, yeah it was spot on so just knocked it out got on the board three from three happy days uh then with our bench uh we went 40 uh which we'd done for like handfuls of singles yeah in the gym so we went 40 moved really well like my my thought would have been 42 and a half but it moved really well so i was like nah let's go 45 like it's there yeah so and it's it's hard it's easy to sort of second guess yourself and it with females benches it's the percentage like that's a 20 percent increase going up five kilos exactly. so for blokes like if you bench 100 and it's tough think about chucking 120 on <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's, you out when you it's, put it that way. Yeah, it's a big jump to go five kilos, but so that's why we typically sort of say, you know, go up two point five, you know, start that little bit lighter. Um, yeah, if you start lighter, you might go up five. I didn't think we were starting that conservative. We obviously were. Um, her second attempt bottled it, jumped the start command, did like a one and a half reps, and still benched it. <laughs> um, but we didn't go and do anything silly and go up again. We just stayed at 45 and she benched it piece of piss. So I um, programmed for her this week to have a crack at a touch and go at 50, which I think she'll smoke. Then deadlifts. Uh, last comp, she dropped 100. Soft oh. lockout and a little bit of an uncontrolled descent on the 100. So okay. she got it to lockout, but... Yeah, she didn't get red. Uh, she got red lighted for it. We tried two weeks ago, hundred in the gym, and it did not budge off the ground. Was that a mental thing? I think so, uh, because hundred looked Pretty like she good. could do ten reps with it <laughs> uh, on the weekend. So, yeah, the the prep for Maddie wasn't the best. Um, she got like a lot of work placement that sort of stuff going on. Um, yeah. So there was missed sessions in there. There was a couple of you know, missed deadlifts uh, in one of our sessions that we had together. But I was pretty confident seeing how she did, even in that training session where she missed 100 and was stapled to the floor. Uh, I think we did 90 or 95 before that. Yeah. And it moved really well. That's why I put 100 on there. It wasn't like, oh, let's see if you can do 100. It was like, all right, yeah, one at this and we'll be done with deadlifts. And then it was like, oh, that didn't budge. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, Which can happen on your last deads. We sort of had that a little chat about like, look, you know we haven't had the most perfect prep so basically i sort of tried to say it nicely and be like don't expect results from work you haven't done just to a certain degree a bit, but yeah. maddie took that really, really well and she was like yeah i understand that but you know we're gonna have a crack that sort of thing and, and we like cracked that. on with it um so we got the 100 so 80 45 and 100 225 total in the 67s so Time to get Maddie in some at least knee sleeves. Oh yeah, she squats. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she does wear a belt now. She didn't wear a belt at first comp either. I've got to get Mum a real belt as well. We're going to get one of those like sparkly pioneer ones, like Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Um, so take me through Maisha's first comp. Yes, first yeah. comp ever. So Maisha is actually um, has a gymnastics background. So. Yep. She's been doing gymnastics since she was young, young. So she has a very good like strength base there already. Yeah. Especially with all your body weight stuff and um, like your upper body pressing movements. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, squats. She picked them up pretty quick. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't say 
I wouldn't say they looked ideal to start with. Mm. I thought you were going to have a fair bit of trouble getting to depth with her. Yes. When I, when I saw you taking her first couple of sessions. That's what I was going to mention here, eh? Yeah. So we really struggled with depth at first and we'd already kind of um, decided to sign up for the, for the novice comp. So we just decided, all right, let's see what we can do here. Um, we played around, put some heels under her feet. Yep. Instantly scored it to depth. Yep. So it just happened to be, a, you know, a bit of a... Um, Bit of an ankle range of motion issue. Much simpler fix than I've seen other people where they literally just like, their hips don't want them squatting as low um, as competition depth. Yep. So I ordered a, got her to order a pair of those like Sabo power, power lifts off load lifting. Yep. 130 bucks, 120 bucks, something like that. That's actually cheap. Pretty alright, eh? For lifting shoes, isn't it? And uh, if I, I've just you, started squatting in them myself and I I'm loving them. You don't want to just be like, oh, you won't get to depth without these $300 Robolios. Yeah. Like, like, fuck's. How many people are on our marketplace selling Romaleos and shit because they're like, this will solve all my problems. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, God, I'm weak. So I hate this shit. It's not even the right size. It yeah, squishes man. my toes. So many Romaleos oh are on God. the fucking marketplace. Yeah. Only worn once, guys. Yeah, fucking because <laughs> you quit. Kills me, bro. Um, but those, um, they were a game changer and then, you know, a little bit more work. Do you, do you think, and I know, like, we obviously start looking at um, range of motion. Um, I think there's like external rotation of like, like pushing knees out can really help people like sink their hips underneath them yeah. rather than just like reaching back, reaching back. And it sort of ends up femur on pelvis. <laughs> um, but do you sort of think, and I always bring it back to like kicking a footy that people have to learn the skill of squatting as well. So a lot of people think, and even coaches will sort of see someone squat and they don't hit depth and then they'll be like, you need to do all like this corrective exercise and yep. this corrective exercise and you got to open up the tissue with this fucking fancy tool where it's just like, hey man, like when you first start kicking a football, you chuck it two meters in the air and hack at it out of nowhere to try and kick the thing. <laughs> and then, you know, you as you get practice, better. you start to place the ball properly onto your foot and it starts to look like you can kick yeah. a ball, right? Same sort of thing with the squat, man. Same like, sort of thing with deadlifts, bench press. You've got to allow yourself to be that beginner and be like, that's cool. There's a learning process to it as well. And there's a lot of that. So like, it's not always just like a crutch. You've got to fucking supple leopard yourself <laughs> to get to depth. And there is instances where that's the case, but... I feel like sometimes it's overlooked as just like, hey, you suck now. You won't in a little bit. It's fine. Yeah. Like, just keep practicing. You'll be fine. To me, yeah, it looked like it was more than just an anchor range of motion thing. Like, I kind of oversimplified it just before. Like, there's also yeah, yeah, yeah. just the balance of it. Yeah. So, okay, I'd front load her. I'd get her to hold a plate in front of her. Yeah. Perfect deep squats. Then we went to a goblet squat. Yeah. Then we went to, you know, a bit of a high bar and then a low bar. Boom, we were sweet. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just um, more often than we think we can just tell people that they suck now at a movement and they will get better. Yeah. Like you don't have With to time. fix it in that session and like overdo the coaching. Like coaching is un like part of coaching is understanding like you do suck now. Like this is long-term development. This is like skill acquisition. We will get better. Exactly. Next week we'll be better the week after. We might take a hit then we'll be better again. That sort of thing. So yeah. that, that, to me, that's part of coaching. And I'm learning a lot of that with the juniors as well. Because sometimes they got it. The next weekend, they'll be like, hey, you did it perfectly last week. Why can't you, like, why aren't you doing it now? Like, that's part of the learning process as yeah. well. So you've got to let them do shitty reps, for lack of a better term. Hopefully not with 
weight that makes it even shittier and that's part of coaching as well they're saying you suck today you're going lighter oh but i can do not today you, you suck like you look back on um you know the way that i've squatted i've archived most of my instagram videos but the way i was squatting with wraps was just atrocious and there was no like moment where it just looked better it just slowly little changes yeah Yeah. there and there 100 percent. so take me on uh through maisha's bench so she ended up sorry she ended up with a 50 75 kilo squat yep 75 kilo squat yeah what did she open with three something like uh 65 then was it a 62 Oh, 62, was, yeah. Because I was like, who opens with a two? I know. Make it like round it so up. here's the down. thing. Dog. Technically, the 75 for a third was a 10 kilo PB, but that's because we missed like the last two heavy sessions. So because of her exams. Oh, just you know, like like didn't train. Just couldn't train. Yeah. So she <laughs> had to squat it for like three Hitting weeks. PB is not even fucking training. I know. <laughs> it spun me out. Many girls. And we'd only like, the heaviest we got into was a 65 kilo at like RPE zero. So I was like, all right, well, we'll still open just below that. You never know what can happen. Yep. Um, Get on the board sort of thing. Yeah. So 62, then 70, question mark. Yep. Then 75. And to be fair, I there was like was 80 that. there. Yeah. So we just, I just kept it conservative because I hadn't seen a squat heavy yet. Yep. So sweet. And then moving on to bench, a 50 kilo bench. Yep. 50 kilo bench. That's pretty um, decent straight up. Eh? There's another thing. She surprised me there because she had more in there again as well. Yep. Like her. So she sent me. I programmed a five kilo bench PB for her last heavy bench because I was like, nah, this 40 is moving stupid easy. Yep. Sends me a 45 kilo single um, through um, Messenger and it's like a five second pause, flies off the chest and I'm like, She's oh. like talking shit to you? Yeah. Is this what you wanted? Like, yeah, this is this good? And then I had to go. You had of- score. Did I break it? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, and I had to tell her like, look, you know, that's, that's really good because when we bench on the day with the shorter comp pause... Compared to what you used to, you're going to get something massive. Man, the pauses were actually pretty long there. Oh, yeah. Shout out, out Dale Manuel. (laughs) Some long pauses there, bro, for a novice comp. Checking some of those out. I'm like, (laughs) bro, it's motionless, but no, no. Yeah, that's sick. And then uh, 107 on the deadlift for Maisha. Yeah. So 97 was the best uh, deadlift in the gym. 107 looked third third attempt-ish. You know, yeah. you can always, oh, could you have got 110? You start playing those games. You could, yeah. yeah. That was one of those ones where there was definitely like a little bit more in there. But yeah. I wanted to go three for three and still lock in like that. Was, that was a 10 kilo gym PB. Was that nine thing. for nine for Maisha? Nine for nine, nine. Yeah. yeah. For Maisha and eight for nine for mum. Yep. That was lovely. Eight for nine. Nine for nine. And Maddie was eight for nine as well. Yeah. So that was my first comp with two clients that I've been nice. coached. So wait till you wait. Oh, you've you've wrapped knees, haven't you? Yeah, but that would be next level stressful if they were fully my athletes and I'm like solely coaching, in of them. wrapping knees. Yeah, in the same. Oh, they weren't in the same flight though. Yeah, even but yeah, then you've got to have someone warming up. Yeah, yeah. having Maisha in the different flight and there was just like you know going back and forth between the two. I'm like, how has Troy done this for years? <laughs> so Troy helped us out a lot there in the warm up room. It's easy. Yeah, um, you you just got to make sure like, people... Yeah, like you just ask ask people to help and just make sure people know what they're doing. Um, the other thing is just like staying calm with it too. The last yeah. thing you want to do is have your coach add to the anxiety and mm. the like... I wouldn't say negative energy, but the... You know, the like... Fr- like you don't want them to be frenetic. You don't want to be like frantic yeah. in your coaching. Be like, oh, grab that. Oh, you got to do your last warm up. Like you should have a plan. Like it'd be better to be like, oh, don't worry about your last warm up. You're ready. And, and like I, that can be just as important. Like I'm pretty stoked the way I went about it 
um, yeah. over the weekend. Hey, I found like in between lifts, just chilling with mum or Maisha. Yeah. Instead of getting getting them to sit down uh, with their family in between attempts, to be like, no, nah, let's just come back back into the warm up room. Kind yeah. of like, all right, we'll, we'll watch what's going on. Um, just chatting, like completely, um, just trying to get their mind away from any kind of nerves. Yeah. And uh, I think all sweet. our girls were, were pretty decent, um, like with their nerves and stuff like that. It was, it was quite yeah. good. Uh, actually, most of the competitors were, I think. Didn't see anyone having any uh, any breakdowns or yeah. anything like that. It was quite good. I was actually, um, I don't know. I, I've been to a lot of these competitions. Bench press still does me in. Um, even in fucking sanctioned comps. What, watching it? Yeah, just like, ugh. There's just no, like... I don't know. There's just a lack of energy. I know. Um, the music's down so people can hear calls, that sort of stuff. But the last couple of comps, I've actually sort of been like energized a little bit, like just sort of a little bit more bouncy and a little bit more um, like happy to be there. Yeah. In the past, you sometimes you got like one client and you like take them through it and then you got to sit there for like 45 minutes before you even start warming up. It's just like <laughs> fuck. a lot of sitting around, like a, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of... Uh, what would you say like wasted yeah time like say my my clients are used to doing an SPD session yep. five sets each in like 45 minutes so yeah you so know it's expanding that to nine times that does time. end up a long day uh, let's go over uh, Hannah's day so Hannah I think she missed a squat in the in the gym I think she missed 95 in the gym or 90. No, she missed 100 in the gym. She went for the she, big hundred. Oh, okay, she missed 100 in the gym. Potentially. So, Han opened on 90 kilos. Yep. It was a very shaky opener. <laughs> to be fair, I thought it was high, but she got it. Um, and then she came back very smartly and did a 92. Yeah. So, this is where like having someone like Trent, uh, who's experienced in powerlifting, one of Australia's strongest... Um, like coaching her he was like nah like forget what you want to do or what you think you can do or what you've done in the past today doesn't look good you're going up two kilos not like oh we had a plan and this you is what I want to do this is what I did last time I should be able to do this and that's what I said at the last comp when like depth calls were getting a few people I was like hey you might have in your head what you want to do. You might have PBs you think you want to hit. Today, they're asking you to squat it an inch deeper. So you play you like play it where it lies sort of thing. Exactly. You know, you got to play it to, play to the ref a little bit um, is like a footy term. So throw out everything, like the preconceived ideas of what you think you're going to do. Do what you can do today. And that was a bit um, the case with Hannah's squats. So 90 was like a second, third looking attempt. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so Trent went up 90 to 92. That was a better squat. She got that. And then from there, it was sort of like, fuck, where are you going to go with that? And it was, I don't think, yeah. I don't think it was uh, opened too high given uh, what she has done. But yeah, just give it, it was to a the struggle conditions. on the, it was a struggle on the day. So you take two out of three. That's why I was like, hand, it could have been way more pear shaped than that, to be fair, because you could have, oh, I thought the first could have got red straight up. And then um, what would you do from there? You'd probably then panic you're like, and miss then you're the like, second. Oh, fuck. Then you're really in trouble. So um, two out of three on the squat for hand. So 92. Same on the bench as well. And then uh, a 120 on the deadlift. So I think hand missed her thirds on all, on those as well for a 260 total. 
um, in her second comp. So I think they're still PBs. Very so nice. you take that because I know she was thinking if she didn't have the best day, you still take those PBs. Yeah. And she's been in here hammering it out, getting stuck into all the strong stuff. So it's very good to see. Well done. Hopefully, we'll see her coming back for another one oh, yeah, soonish. Because Trent what? will get in area. We'll get her in wraps. <laughs> um, then our next two, Jack and Emily. Jack's been a member since day dot. Always been one of our uh, stronger cross-training girls. And she decided to jump on board with Troy, do a bit of a prep, and jump into this competition as her first. 95 kilo squat, 60 kilo bench, 140 kilo deadlift in the 82 weight class. Very strong. Um, yeah. Got got good leverages for powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. That shorter stature, not much range of motion. Uh, very strong. I would have liked to see a crack at 100 on the squat. Oh, yeah. yeah I would have liked to see a crack at 100 because it was, uh, I thought it was quite easy. Um, I even said that to her. I think I spotted her. Was it me and you spotted her in the gym? I'll spot in a bench her last heavy one, but not squats. Yeah, she, I think she did a 82 or something or an 80, and, and I was like, oh, that's actually 85. But she did it hell easy, and she was like, oh, it's PB. And I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> it was like opener style. So I was thinking like 85, 95, 100 yeah. sort of thing. It's um, funny when the cross... 95 on her squat. Yeah, and did it move right? Yeah. 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 It's funny when the cross trainers jump over to like powerlifting and any kind of one rep based stuff because they're used to doing sets of eight, and yeah. they're doing sets of eight with actually pretty strong stuff after oh, two to three years of training. It's more the consistency that they train and the workload that they have. Yeah. Like both of those girls are back training already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, and I know like obviously with the heavier weights, the days become like a powerlifting competition becomes a lot harder, but they've got like a cross training background. So they did like nine hard lifts. They're like, yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> Normally do like an hour of just like tearing ourselves apart three days a week at least. Um, so like that work capacity and that ability to sort of recover is, is right there. And I think that uh, goes to show like a good off season of building general, general <laughs> prep. Sneak that in there. Yeah, yeah. general <laughs> physical preparedness. Good for most lifters. Rather than just staying with their sexy fives and threes all the time. You're like, fives? Bro, come on. <laughs> threes and ones? Bro, I've been doing, been doing five by fives to start this prep. Nice, like, oh, nice. Let's, so, let's. Uh, yeah, a 140 deadlift is pretty decent as well. I think that's a 10 kilo PB or a 5 kilo PB. So that's very good from Jack uh, for a 295 total in the 82s and then we had Emily as well a 95 kilo squat I think that was a little bit more third attempt-ish than yep. Jack's one but 95 come on get it to 100 um, a 47 and a half kilo bench and then a 130 kilo deadlift so pretty decent oh. deadlifts there from the girls Very I can't decent. remember if Emily has a Olympic lifting She's done a little bit. Done a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, some CrossFit at the time Wait, as well. Even strongman, question mark? I think. I'm not sure about the strongman stuff, but I'm pretty mm. sure some cross-training slash CrossFit, uh, which included some Olympic lifting as well. So um, cool. definitely a strong base as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, very well done to all our girls. Um, I said it yesterday uh, on the Weekly Wins podcast that it's, uh, it's great to have people represent our gym chuck the old Smith's Fitness on their chest and wear it with pride. 
Um, and it's good to see from all the lifters. I think it's probably a little bit different with the females. Um, no dickheads. Yeah. You know, in the in the warm-up room. You see it when things are a little bit more competitive and things are on the line. There can be those dudes sort of... And chicks sort of stomping around like their shit don't stink and sort of, you know, you know what I mean? Having a bit of an attitude. Exactly. Man, there was none of that. Good team environment in there. Great team environment, but great spirit, uh, competitive spirit from all the lifters. Um, And I think that's probably, I don't know what, is surprise the the right word for it? Um, It's something that when people go to those comps, they realize, oh, these people are sort of cheering me on. A lot more than they're like, hope you fuck it up so I can beat you. Like yeah. no one really cares about that, which is good. That's and like I said, that's what novice comps are all about. And I'd say we had a damn good turnout. Like six lifters, like six female lifters from here oh, we for had a novice comp. More than any other gym. Yeah, there so, we go. Like it was probably us and Tribe again. Yeah, yeah. I think Tribe had a handful, and then they had a couple of guys. So, uh, man, I'm always stoked to uh, to get people on the uh, on the platform, and I know. The powerlifting competi- uh, like calendar is sort of filling out, so I think our team is starting to spread out a little bit more. Um, these novice comps will probably be the novice comps that we go to more often than not. But I know, like with APL starting to like come up a little bit, yeah. um, there's going to take a few out of our GPC. So the big team environments might not always be there. Um, these novice comps might be where we really see those those numbers can be pretty high. So the next one is the 28th of November. Are we talking um, next so novice? November novice or whatever? Yeah, next novice. Oh, called. there's the ladies of lifting in between, isn't there? What? Yeah. Do you know the date of that one? Um, like, oh, not sure. Like eight weeks from now, basically, yeah, okay. somewhere there. So the ladies of lifting is there as well. Uh, is in between as well. That's a novice female only competition, and then we have the next big novice um, is 28th of November. So, yep. um, I just popped a, a post up on social media today um, with five spots available for coaching to be fair i'm not taking anyone on <laughs> it's it's five spots for for the boys so yeah um if you're keen to get around it um they will sort you out and we will uh add you to the team um and get you on the platform to lift some heavy shit i'm keen to add some people into the ladies of lifting team so yeah so yeah if you're keen up. on uh, getting on the platform get in touch with either of us and we'll get you uh get you sorted anything else from you bro not particularly. Maybe we could quickly touch on um, upcoming sanctioned comps. What so have we got coming up? You, you fill me in, man, because I'm... So I'm jumping in on Perth Cup, which Perth is Cup. September... First week of September sometime. Yep. Um, about 11 weeks, question mark. So okay. 10 weeks. So time to get strong. Uh, raps have jumped on from last week. I saw and that, yep. Yeah, boy. And the heels. Um, and we've decided... Oh, not we've decided. Um, Troy's decided to jump into APL... Uh, the Classic. classic. Yeah. APL Classic. Is that with wraps? No. Uh, boring. Surely not. No. <laughs> yeah. There is a... The, this is where it's like a little bit annoying because APL does have a wraps class. Yeah, but I've never seen a wrapped APL comp being hosted. I know, which is silly, which is why you should be able to nominate that you're doing it with wraps. I don't understand oh, why that's yeah. not a thing because you can nominate to do equipped at yeah. a GPC comp, at a GPC raw comp, can't you? That's a, it's a very good point. You like, can say, I want to be equipped and you just tick it as your category so and then I'll, you just lift with all the other powerlifters yeah. in your equipment while they do it 
raw. Like, I want to be raw, raw classic. With raps. They call that raps, yeah. right? Raw classic. It's, it's such a ball ache. <laughs> I'm raw, bro. I scored that. It's it was all so, me. It's so annoying to me. Um, but anyway, that's good. So we're going to have a couple of lifters there. So uh, you and Jamie. I know Jamie's doing Perth Cup. Yeah, lovely. Then there, then there is the um, GPC Invitational that I think Jack might be doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be doing something monstrous there. I would like to. Like We've so, even got GPC Nationals that yes. Gavin and Claire are doing. And APL Nationals that Nate's doing. APL Nationals that Nate's doing. Shit, man. See, see what I mean though? It's all over the place, right? Yeah. But hear me out here. We're gonna do some heavy. We're gonna do some heavy lifting. Oh yeah. And if I do well at Perth Cup here, I might just like if I do well at Perth Cup, just chuck in uh, expression of interest into um bloody the GPC Invitational. Yeah, might as well (laughs) because those numbers. Yeah, with yeah, because with Pro Raw being so close to it. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Shit happens. (sighs) Fucking powerlifting, eh? Anything else, bro? I think that's us, bro. All right. Thank you very much, guys. As always, if you're listening. Share the podcast, like the podcast, rate and review the podcast. Thank you. Peace.